The situation in Israel remains precarious, to say the least. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. His book is The Big Truth. Major, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Great to be with you, John. I want to start with a foundational question. The U.S. has vowed to support Israel, support it to the end. Biden, the president, saying that again today. Aircraft carrier strike group is sent uh, over there to support Israel. Why is Israel so important to U.S. interests? Well, as the president said, uh, John, it is the place where Jewish people live and carve out their own place in our world, have done so successfully, have done so in the most difficult geographic and uh, cultural and religious neighborhood in the world. They are an ally of the United States. They are a valuable intelligence partner in that region. They are a great economic engine of innovation. We have uh, within the American Jewish community and the Christian evangelical community in this country, deep religious, cultural, linguistic, and historical ties. Uh, Harry Truman recognized Israel upon its founding. And that relationship and that bond has been among the definitional certainties of the post-World War II era. And when the president described what has happened, the barbarism, the savagery of the attacks on Israeli civilians, he was describing a kind of revulsion that this region long battered by conflict, simply hasn't seen before. This is of a completely different nature. And it separates Palestinians who have legitimate aspirations from Hamas, whose only aspiration is the death and ultimate destruction of the state of Israel. That is the dividing line. That Hamas hides itself among those Palestinians does not and cannot protect itself from accountability in the face of this barbarism. And that's what the president was saying. And you read between the lines, this will not be over quickly, John, and this will be not tit-for-tat violence in the region. This is a completely different equation. And difficult days will lie ahead for Israel and for all nations who support Israel, and the United States will be among those supporting it most. Major, the White House, at least now, for now, I should say, isn't calling for tying funding to Israel with Ukraine. I suppose it could happen. Both are important. But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell made the suggestion in an op-ed There's some rumblings about this. So, by the way, Senate's not even in town, and you've got the issues, of course, that we've discussed here previously with you, Uh uh, and that the House is still at a standstill without a speaker. So is there logic in in lumping the funding together? Well, let's just talk about the realities on the ground in both places, Israel and Ukraine. Civilians have been slaughtered in Israel. Civilians have been slaughtered in Ukraine. Women have been raped in Israel. Women have been raped in Ukraine. Children have been kidnapped, and others have been kidnapped in Israel. Children, by the thousands, have been kidnapped in Ukraine, taken to Russia, and there's an attempt to reprogram them. All of those things are savage violations of international law. If you are upset, enraged by what has happened to civilians in Israel, you must, by very 
continuity of thought be outraged by what has happened in Ukraine. The identity of the perpetrator is important, but it is not a distinguishing moral or legal factor. And I do believe there will be a coupling of aid to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. That's what the minority leader Mitch McConnell signaled in his op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. There are a lot of things that people find fault with Mitch McConnell, but you cannot fault him for understanding legislative outcomes before they actually arrive. He looks around corners more adroitly and more shrewdly than most politicians of either party. He knows where this debate is heading. And I think that's going to be when this, when this all comes together, those three will be put together in a funding mechanism. Will they be of equivalent weight and monetary value? No. They will be proportional to the needs of Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Taiwan doesn't have a conflict scenario. Ukraine and Israel do. But let's not gloss over the very destabilizing reality that there is no functional House of Representatives to start any spending bill on any matter, whatever it is, trivial or super important, you must first have an organized House of Representatives. Why? Because the Constitution is very specific about this. All spending must originate in the House. You have to have a functional House to do that. We do not have a functional House. We do not have an immediate prospect for a functional House. And if anyone doesn't believe that chaos and dysfunction in the American government is not an invitation to those who wish us ill, think again. Hey, Major, President Biden did not urge restraint in a phone call with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He did not urge restraint when addressing the nation. What does that tell you? That he's not urging restraint, that there can't be an urging of restraint. That's what I meant when I said, John, Greg, a moment ago. This is not like conflicts in this zone of the past. And I'm not suggesting that conflicts in the zone of the past have not been filled with heartache and grief and casualties of civilians on both sides. They have. They have. Israel, in the Shatila and Sabra camps, many years ago, committed atrocities. Palestinians blew themselves up serially during the early 2000s in Israel, causing massive carnage. This is of a completely different magnitude, and you cannot tell any sovereign nation, specifically in this case Israel, you must restrain yourselves in the face of the slaughter of nearly a 1,000 civilians and the barbarism with which some of this was done. You cannot. You cannot say, you know, bomb for a week and then back off. You can't. What Israel has to do is what Israel decides it has to do. Now, I'm not suggesting those decisions, whatever they may be, will be easy. They will not be easy decisions. This will be a very, very difficult military campaign. Urban conflict is the hardest military campaign to take, to take on. It is fraught with dangers, both to combatants and to civilians, and to the hostages being held, some of whom the president said today are Americans. All of these are vastly complicating realities. But you can't tell Israel in the face of this. And again, this is not about a conflict with the Palestinians. This is about a conflict with a terrorist organization with an avowed mission to slaughter Israelis and end the Israeli Jewish state. You cannot tell that Jewish state to restrain itself under those conditions. 
He's CBS Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Check out his new podcast and new uh, episodes dropped. The Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. You, my friend, have a hit on your hands. Number five among all Apple podcasts. I've heard the first one. I need to get caught up to speed. Fantastic. It's Agent of Betrayal. Major, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you, John.